of a Sefer Torah, Pedekshioi, the ninth chapter. This chapter is going to deal with how to actually how to actually craft the book, the Sefer Torah, the, the scroll of Torah, and Harambam will detail to us at the end some very interesting historical data, which is a Sefer Torah that he wrote. He obviously was very proud of it, and he will tell us exactly, exactly what it looked like. Halacha Aleph. When you make a Sefer Torah, one must be sure that the, the circumference of the Sefer Torah, of the scroll, when it's, obviously when it's rolled together, is not longer than its height, nor the height longer than the circumference. And how long, how high, how tall should the parchment be? If it's being done with gavil, as a refresher, gavil is the full leather, then the, the height should be six tefahim, six palm breadth. I had said before a palm breadth is about five inches. I was off by quite a bit, it's much, much closer to three inches. So it's uh, about 19 or 20 inches. Shisha Tefahim. Shehem Arbaave Simet Baberohava Gudar Shrayad. And this is equivalent to 24, 24. Um, this really used to be the original kind of Jewish inch. Um, it's uh, an etzba. It's a thumb of the hand, but it's a thumb of the hand, not when you lay it uh, on, 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 on a surface, but actually when it's on its side. So that width, that's a etzba. And each tefah has, um, uh, each tefah has four etzbaot. And in the kelaf, if it's being written on kelaf, which is the thinner kind of leather after the doxostos was removed from it, opahuto yater, this uh, this height could be could be higher or shorter. so long as it's equivalent to the circumference. So to in the gavil which is a little bit harder to write on, and a person did less than six tefahim, and, and as a consequence, uh, decrease the number of lines, or more than six, and then increase the number of lines of, of writing inside because it's higher, until the its height is like its, uh, its, uh, its circumference, this is uh, ideal. The, the gilayon now is, and, and uh, we, we have to learn a few terms. The gilayon is going to be the, the part of the, of the, of, of each uh, page, of each parchment is the margin. It's the part that doesn't have anything written on it. Milemata So we have to leave a margin of four esbaot. Uh, four thumbs under on top is three thumbs between each and every column we leave two thumbs 
Therefore, also at the end of each uh, is the is a, each each section of parchment. At the end of um, each each piece of parchment, one must leave a width equivalent to the the width of of one thumb, in order to be able to sew it together to the next part. Um, in, in a way that together with, with whatever space there is in the next before the next column, you end up having uniformly throughout the entire book a space, a margin of two thumbs between each and every column. And at the beginning and at the end of the book of the scroll, one must leave extra leather in order to be able to put some cylinder, some wood there, which is what, what we'll use to scroll it. All of these things are for the ideal kind of sefer. However, if, uh, if any of these conditions, any of these elements is not met, the book is not invalid. How can a person make sure that the height of the book is equivalent to the circumference? It all starts by having pieces of leather that are square. And each of these pieces of parchment will be six by six tefahim, a square. And afterwards, these uh, pieces of parchment, after they are obviously bound together, uh, you you roll them up, so they have you have one very tight roll, very tight cylinder made of this leather. And you continue adding leather until the circumference becomes six tefahim, which is also the, the, the width of each of these pieces of leather. And you take some kind of a string and you, you, you put it around to measure the circumference. Afterwards, you make some kind of a ruler that that uh, will be straight, and it, the length of it should be forty or fifty thumb thumbs. And uh, and then this ruler needs to be marked, not only in uh, measures of thumbs, but also um, each of those thumbs should be subdivided into two, three, or four, so that we know, so we know uh, how to measure those measures as well, a, a half, a third, and a fourth. And he'll measure, a person should measure each and every piece of parchment with that 
in order to know how many also uh, thumb worth measures of width there is throughout the book. ואחר כך לוקח אורות אחרים, שיניים או שלושה, לבדוק בהן שיעור הכתב, וכותב בהם דף אחד. And afterwards, after the, the scroll is ready, is not yet, the scroll is not yet um, sewn together, and the scroll is not yet uh, also written on, so you take another piece of leather, you don't want to disturb what you just put together, um, two or three pieces of leather, so you can practice the writing and you write one column on that. And it's something known that among the Sofrim that a column's height is 17 thumbs. Because as we said, you live before a margin of three and under the a margin of four. So three plus 4 plus 17 gives you the, the equivalent of 6 tefahim. But what's going to determine the width of each column is going to be how, uh, how tight or how, or how wide, how broad is the handwriting. Um, as we said, we want it to fit 30 characters. Also, how many lines in every column is going to depend on the kind of handwriting. And don't forget, we have to leave an empty line. We have to double space. We have to leave an empty line between each and every line of writing. And after he's written, however many columns he needs to practice and to see how large his handwriting is, then uh, then, then measure measure with that ruler the the dimensions of each column and calculate in addition uh, two additional thumbs at the end of each piece of leather because you're going to need that to sew it to the next part. And then you'll know more or less how many columns you can fit on each of these pieces of leather. Uh, and then you'll, you're going to know how many columns you'll need to finish the entire Torah. And <laughs> And then, based on that calculation and knowing how many pieces of leather you set apart to make the dimensions of the separate that you want, then you, real, you, you calculate if you need to adjust the handwriting and make it smaller or bigger in order that the number of columns that you'll have fits the number of parchments that you're working with. And if he needs to repeat this trial several times until he gets the column size right in a way that fits 
the number of parchments he should do that until he gets it right. Again, using other leather, not the one that was already prepared. Once the size of the handwriting and the dimensions of each column is known, then he should begin in the actual pre-prepared leather, that uh, parchment that he put aside. The next step is going to be the sirtut. You're going to have to make grooves, some kinds of lines, pre-inscribed lines, uh, pre-engraved lines in on, on the parchment, which are going to create the form of the columns, of each column. And this is going to be on the basis of the dimensions that one calculated for the column and the size of the characters. And again, remember when when you're making these grooves, this sirtut, we're going to start calling it sirtut, it's something that you do with some sharp object on the leather, uh, literally creating lines inside the depth of the leather. So uh, don't forget to leave also those two extra thumbs at the end of each leather portion so that you can use it to sew it to the next part. And if there is anything extra, um, because you know the columns are not going to be mathematically exact, we care much more about how much space there is between each and every column. Uh, that's what makes the Sefer look neat and and beautiful, than about the actual length of the of the leather port of the le leather portion. So if you need to cut a little bit of the edge in order to make sure that the margins are as we said. You should do that, and uh, and again, we we should not have a problem because we calculated how many how many uh, will need how many columns will need to finish the sefer. And what we said before fits for for uh, a book that's being made. On the formula of six tefahim by six tefahim of circumference, but if uh, the that size is changing, then uh, everything else should be changing accordingly. Halachatet. Rohav hagudal haamur bechol ashiurim haelu bishar shiurei Torah kulah, vehu habenoni kevar dikdaknu beshiuro umsanuhu rohav sheva shiurot benoniot zobet sadzo bedohak. Now Haramam is going to define to us what do we mean by a thumb, the, the measure of width of length, which is a thumb. So as I said before, the thumb is not when you place it on a surface, sort of like um, as you put your thumb to activate an iPhone um, through the the through through the fingerprint uh, sensor but rather on its side, 
on the side and, and then that's the width. In other words, it's the height of the, you could call it the height and not the width. Um, and Harambam is saying, is telling us exactly how, how to measure that. And you take seven grains of barley and you put them one next to the other very, very tightly without any empty space in between. And that's going to be, that's going to be um, equivalent to two pieces of barley uh, at length, one on top of the other. And that is how long a seora is. And uh, and every tefah, every palm width that we are talking about everywhere in halacha, who arba is it's four of these measures of thumb. And every cubit, shisha tefahim, six of these tefahim, which means 24 is about. Halacha yod. This is, again, a very interesting historical account of Harambam's own Sefer Torah and the way he designed it. Sefer Torah Shekatavti Ani, this is Harambam, the Sefer Torah that I wrote, Rohav kol daf vedaf midapav arba esbaot, every column that I wrote ended up being four esbaot of width. Veshidat hayam veshidat haazinu rohav kol daf mishatehem shesh esbaot, Shirat Hayam and Hazinu were a little longer, wider, so they each were six uh, thumbs thumb of width. Every column has 51 lines. And the number of columns through the entire book is 226. And if you want to know in fingers how long the entire book was, is 1,366 thumbs. You'll see that there is extra, even if you count the margins between each and every column, you'll see that in Harambam's measurement of 1,366, there is six extra. It should have been 1,360 fingers, thumbs, but there is six extra ones. And these are for the margin at the beginning of the book and at the end of the book, which is a broader margin. And Harambam says that he used uh, the, the leather leather of uh, of uh, the, the male of of the sheep the ram for for this and if you use my measurements as arambam uh, even if you're off by one, two, or three columns in the end, these measurements, Harambam says, I know that they work, and you'll have a book that is, according to the Mitzvah, its circumference of the same length of its height. Each piece of parchment, each of these six by six pieces of parchment, should have no less than three columns, and no more than eight columns in it. 
נזמנה לו יריעה בת תשע דפים, what happens if you end up having enough space for nine columns, חולק אותה ארבע לכאן וחמש לכאן. Then you cut it, and you already wrote them, so what do you do now? So you don't want to throw out one of the nine and end up with eight, so rather you cut it around the half, four-fifths, so that you end up having two יריעות, one with five columns, one with four columns. במה דברים אמורים בתחילת הספר או באמצעו? אבל בסוף הספר אפילו פסוק אחד בדף אחד עושים אותו דף לבד. So when are we saying that, that you don't uh, just, you don't split it differently when we are at the beginning of the book or in the middle of the book, but if it's the end of the book, if it's וזאת הברכה or the end of whatever part you're writing, אפילו פסוק אחד בדף אחד עושים אותו דף לבדו, you can end up having even one line, one pasuk on a column, and then you, you saw that with the, other, with the other pieces of parchment. In other words, we don't mind having only one column per piece of parchment. י"ג. כשתופרין הידיעות, הן תופרין אותן אל הבגידין של לבהמה וחיה טהורה, ואפילו מן הבלות הטרפות שלהם. Just like with the tefillin, what we use to saw the parchments to one another is gidin, the tendons or nerves um, of, uh, of a kosher animal, which doesn't need to be slaughtered in a kosher way. כדרך שתופרין הטפילין, ודבר זה הלכה למשה מסיני, and this too is הלכה למשה מסיני. לפיכך, אם תפרן שלא בגידין או בגידי במאת ימיה פסל עד שיתיר ויחזור ויתפור כהלכה. Therefore, if it's son with anything else other than גידין, then this is פסול and he must do, redo it in the proper way. י"ד. כשתופרין הידיעות, אינו תופר כל הידיעה כולה מתחילתה עד סופה, אלא מניח המעט מלמעלה ומעט מלמטה בלא תפילה, כדי שלא תיקרא הידיעה באמצעה כשיגלול. ועושה לו שני עמודים של עזת חד בשגלול. When one is sewing the pieces of parchment together to one another, he shouldn't sew the whole thing from the top to the bottom. He should leave a little bit at the top and at the bottom without sewing it, so that when, when, uh, when a person is, is rolling the scroll and, and uh, opening it one way or the other, This applies normally more tension on the top and on the bottom of each part of parchment, and therefore we don't want it to, um, to, uh, to tear, and we'd much rather it tear along the, this, uh, the stitches than in the middle of the leather, of the parchment. And uh, as we said before, one must prepare two cylinders made of wood, אחד בחייתו ואחד בסופו, one at the beginning, one at the end, ותופר העושה שיהיה בתחילה ובסוף על העמודים בגידין, and that extra margin we have at the beginning and at the end, we use that to saw the, the, the scroll on these, on these cylinders of wood, of these wooden sticks, uh, בגידין, also using גידין, כדי שיהיה נגלל עליהם so that we can use those to roll the book. וירחיק בין העמוד והכתב שבדף. 
and uh, this must be a little bit far from the the writing in other words obviously uh, there needs to be some space between the wood and the writing so that when we open the scroll we we don't open it uh, we open it till the end it's not the middle of the writing but there is some a little bit of a margin between that and the wood what happens if a piece of parchment did tear so if it if it was in between in between uh, two lines then the, this might be sewn back together if the tear affects more than two lines then uh, he, this should not be sewn back together so when are we saying this that uh, that we should only sew it back together if it affects two but then if it affects three or more lines uh, in a an old book where the 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 the, the, the one second I'm not sure if enafasonikad uh, is a definition of what is yashan or a justification of why yashan has a different rule. Um, I don't know. Uh, so when are we saying this halacha in an old book that it's afaso, as you recall, afaso is the way that you work the leather. Nikar, uh, it, it's, uh, it's no longer, it's no longer, um, it, it doesn't have that same, appearance that that newly worked leather has but if you can still see the gavil and the way it was worked the maybe you can call it the shine the shine the shyness the shine of of the gavil if uh, if it still is uh, new enough that you can see that then even if it affects two or three lines you may repair a torn piece of sefertorav parchment um, even if it's uh, in between columns or even in between two wars within the same line. Um, but And all of this, uh, when we say repair, you're sewing it with the only thing we use to sew a Sefer Torah, which is Gidin. And the one condition, the one caveat is that you must make sure that this doesn't affect the writing, because if it affects the writing and if, it, uh, if any of the let letters got affected, then we have a problem with letters, not only with a tear in the parchment. Tomorrow, we continue with the last chapter, which is chapter 10.